there we go. We are back on the Salt Shaker FTC podcast, and I have a very special guest with me, and I'll let him introduce himself. Uh, what's up? Um, my name's Symbolic. So, yeah, I'm a Twitch streamer. Play Tekken. It's pretty good. <laughs> well, you're more than just that, man. You're, you're, a, bit of a, you're a bit of a cultural icon in our scene. Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. Um, it's pretty interesting, I guess, like, just streaming in general and then just meeting heaps of people and like their locals and stuff yeah yeah well, do, do you think people find it really strange because they know you as symbolic but your real name is john like that's a yeah. basic name you don't look like <laughs> you don't look like a john man. you look more like a peter <laughs> it, it's funny because like you know i've got like two first names yeah. and like like people look at me and think like you are not like a john james or whatever they just look at me and just say like nah doesn't match yeah i know but do people it, think it, that you that you had another name that you chose john james on purpose uh no one's really come up to me and asked me that but oh uh, maybe <laughs> so tell us about yourself sim how did you come across the nzfgc what were your humble beginnings all right so you know i've, I've been like a lot of people where i'd played previous titles like when i was younger and stuff so i guess like if i went back i think the first time i ever like um dealt well like played tekken would have been i guess and like oh, i don't know what year it would have been but sometime during like the ps2 era oh, so yeah, yeah like tekken 4 tekken 5 yeah. yeah it was tekken 4 like i i'd seen tekken 3 a lot like beforehand because my neighbors had it yeah but i never actually played it i just watched <laughs> um but yeah i guess pretty much coming into the scene uh when was it so when tekken 7 i guess came out um i don't know if i bought it i think i bought it a month after it came out and i bought it on the ps4 but i probably like played it like i played it real casually so i'd play like um just some of my mates some mates from that i know and stuff but i didn't actually know how to play and stuff yeah and i was like interested to learn but i guess i didn't have like the the motivation at the time to do it because like i was studying and stuff yeah. and i guess that was like my my main priority so i tried again in season two probably played for like two weeks yeah. and then chopped it again and then i was like if i'm gonna play this game i want to try streaming it and that's what i ended up doing and since then i've sort of stuck to it i guess okay well you're an interesting case because there have been a few Asuka players that have been but they've seemed to have picked her up and then dropped her for someone stronger you haven't you've stuck with her the whole way through uh, <laughs> what, what why is that um i don't know i i, I guess it's she's still fun to me i guess like i know lots of people get sick of playing like one character all the time and you know there's not much really with asuka in terms of just like you know she's pretty basic really yeah. but like i don't know i still find her pretty fun to play and stuff so did you ever try other characters when you were uh, yeah taking catch yeah who were you oh, playing with you mean you like casually yeah like um i, I would play quite a lot of play uh, characters like i remember when tekken 5 was out i like played Asuka, Jin, Lee, 
because you know you'd have team battle and stuff you'd yeah. pick like eight people it was just like picked a bunch of different um characters and just rolled with it really so but like i don't i don't know what made me pick Asuka. i've i've thought about about it a couple of times but i think it's just maybe like you know she's pretty simple to learn i guess so it's just easy to pick up yeah were you playing tekken like with friends at all like did you ever have like casual get togethers playing or were you just solely playing it in your free time uh when i was when i was younger yeah uh i'll play with like mates so my neighbor like i said he had tekken 3 and you know when ps2 came out and tekken 5 got released or whatnot we were both playing it and um we sort of both like try to get better but like obviously we didn't know anything at the time and like um at the time my my parents had like dial up so you can't like look up anything watch videos unless you want to wait like two hours for the video to load so there wasn't really much and like people in my primary school played it and we would play and stuff but yeah it was just real real casual games really everybody would pick eddie cheap it out you you know the works yeah fair enough (laughs) and i guess you dipping into tekken you get curious you just look for tekken groups you found the facebook one i'm assuming um and then you got to the hamilton fgc yeah so i'm just trying to think how that all started i think i joined the facebook page um pretty early like i'll maybe say like season two but i didn't i obviously like gave up the game because i was not really motivated at the time um so but i didn't really like engage with it but i I knew it was a thing for a while but i didn't end up going to any of them but um eventually when i was streaming in about like i think i'll say like two months in i decided i should go because there was i think arashi made a tournament for like a win tech um tournament but he ended, it ended up being cancelled and he made it arashi zanaki which was the first offline i went to and oh, then um yes okay yeah yeah i just remember that and it was funny because like the day before i seen arashi streaming on twitch and i was like talking to him in chat it was it was interesting because like, i don't i don't know what to expect when i was going to go down there and stuff yeah i think i think it's funny when you see people come to their rambats for the first time you always think like oh god like i remember what it was like for me they must yeah and especially yeah. now because there's a lot more players there's a lot more uh levels of skill to assist yourself so if you're someone coming in fresh you're just like holy fuck how am i gonna yeah where, where do i fit in in this place yeah. <laughs> but Arashi i just remember the hamilton scene are a good place to start yeah yeah it was it was like i was pretty nervous going there because i i didn't know anyone and i was like thinking like i don't know what people were going to be like if they're just going to be people like real snobby or just like you know look down on me because i'm store noob and stuff at the time but everybody was there was like very welcoming so it was, it was awesome yeah it was cool to see too because like there was lots of people where i look went there and I, I played them and stuff i was like man this sort of motivates me in a sense because i was getting bought by everyone yeah it's so. just, it's just it's interesting how it, it happens like for some people getting bopped is complete demotivization you know but yeah like if you if you're curious you kind of want that you kind of want that mystery of like why am i getting grounded to a pulp and then yeah you kind of come back like do you look at yourself when you first started compared to now and think wow that change is so like, yeah you look at the change and you think holy shit like i have grown so much 
yeah, it, it's cool, but like you know, there's still like heaps to go. But it's like, so seeing the difference, it's it's pretty pretty crazy, really. Yeah. And you know, going to the offlines, I felt really helped a lot. And I guess streaming did as well, because lots of people, pretty good people, come and watch my stream, and they tell me if I'm doing something that I could fix up and whatnot. Yeah. So who back when you started, who were some of the people that you were trying to aspire to in terms of getting stronger? Oh, um, I guess it was sort of the people that I play a lot. I guess so at the time. So I think then. It probably would have been people like, I guess, Yumi. Which Yumi would have been like, still, he was good, but I don't think he's at the level he was now. But it's like people like Yumi. Um, Tuba is another good one. Yeah. Uh, there's this guy from Australia called um, Alden. He used to come to my stream a lot and sort of, he is very fundamental. So it's like, it's cool watching him play. Jira's another good one as well. Like, there's a bunch of players that, like, I guess, sort of motivated me watching them play was like wow they're insane yeah so where do you so can you assess yourself in terms of strength against the hamilton fgc do you think you're kind of mid-ground now or um still a bit of a challenge i still think there's a challenge with a few players like i find it difficult to verse aj uh, as anything and like Majin Buu and arashi like i feel like they're the the three people that are, I guess, the most difficult players to challenge. Um, there's also um, Ordinary Smoke, but he doesn't come as much, so I don't really get to have many games with him. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that's with the Hamilton scene anyway. Those, I think, give me a hard time, those those players. Okay, well, what about a good yeah. time? Who's someone that you've got a really good track record against? Oh, who have I played a lot? Uh, I guess Reno. Not being rude, but Reno should be alright for you. Like, I mean, you know. Like, yeah, I know, but like, I, I, I think he's like the person I verse the most in bracket besides Arashi. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if I have to think of someone else, I don't verse him that much in bracket, but I've versed him a few times. Uh, Blaze, um, Harring player. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I've versed him like four times in bracket and i've only lost to him once at the time yeah yeah and i think i lost to him this year at the start so it was i think it was launch punish and it was winners semis and i played him and he won two one and then i traversed him later in bracket and business finals but i think he's someone that i can i guess beat consistently well, on the topic of you streaming, you know, you said you get a lot of Australians that visit you. That's really cool because, yeah, like, not only do we struggle streaming just in terms of the New Zealand scene producing content, but also, like, to get that kind of international support, or just international support of any kind. Um, and you've mentioned some players. Have you had, um, what's it been like having to play some of the Australians when they tune into your stream? Uh, it's cool. Like, um, I think the Australian stream uh, scene is really strong. Like, there's some really good players over there. Yeah. Um, and obviously they have a very similar style because we're all from the same region and whatnot. But like, 
it's it's good. I, I like versing lots of different players as well, because I feel like sometimes you don't really verse a large array of people. You might only verse, like, 30 people, and it might be just, like, in your circle. But I feel like I verse, like, so many be- different people every day. Normally, it's, like, people in your rank, I guess, or what, or your group that you play. But, yeah. yeah. Well, here's a question. Who do you think, if, if you know certain Australians, who do you think is the equivalent? Who is the Australian Zimbolic? <laughs> um they don't have to play asuka but i guess just in terms of your energy your your perseverance okay um i guess albino oh, albino uh, yeah. yeah yeah i guess he would be a good pick I, I can see him having a lot of energy um i've i've seen him stream a couple of times and you know it's pretty hype he, he's very he yeah. does a lot of memes as well so it's like yeah yeah no, you've as done, someone i can see yeah you've done really well in terms of like marketing yourself um i had a conversation with Stu that fgc could thrive more if we could have more personalities that are smart they're aware to market themselves and i think yeah. you've done that pretty well what um what like how you've got like the the pepega um i mean i don't know but i've i've seen and heard quite a few of them like just... oh yeah yeah so i've i've done like two like tournaments um, they're both the same concept. It was like the Papega Cup. So it was like a 2v2 tournament. And like, the first one was a bit more gimmicky, I guess. It was like, <laughs> it was like, uh, the teams are completely random. And you could, what was it? You both had to play the same character. So like, yeah. Yeah. So there could have been one of you guys that was really good with the character. And one of you that might not know how to play the character at all. So the concept for me was to get people to work together to learn a character and enter a tournament and see how well they can go. Yeah. I thought it was a good way for, I guess, people that don't really know each other to communicate, I guess. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, that that was the initial plan with it. Um, and yeah, I ended up doing that. Uh, so it was pretty fun to do. Um, I'd planned to do a second one, which I ended up doing earlier this year. And I had the same concept, except I made it so people didn't have to use the same characters. Yeah. And I made it people could pick their teammates this time. Well, but if people wanted teammates, they could They could, yeah. sign uh, They could let me know, and I'll find someone for them. Oh, well, is there another Papega Cup in the works? Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll probably do one at the end of this year. Nice. I do have... I want to do something in between it, but I don't really want to say what it is now. Yeah. I got a cool idea, but I don't know how it will actually be how it'll actually play out yeah i think when um flightless were looking for potential streamers me along with a few other people said suggested you because not only are you the most energetic but you you are actually the most consistent like yeah i really liked how in your streams you actually list the day like it actually gives the idea that you actually stream every day obviously yeah things might have changed from (laughs) now um, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like streaming every day, like for like a third of the year, which is kind of crazy. Like, every yeah. Day. Well, at that point in time, I was I was having so much fun playing Tekken. So like that would have been maybe like the first eight months or something like that when I was playing. So I was having heaps of fun because I was just like I felt like everything that I was doing, I was like learning something new every day. Mm. And it's just like when you do that, you sort of it's sort of like. Gives you like endorphins, I guess, and you're like, okay, I know this, I know that, blah blah blah. So it sort of was a lot of motivation. So like when I'd get home from work, 
I'll just like quickly get my stuff sorted so I'll have food for next day at work and then I'll just um get ready to set up my stream and then I'll start streaming. Yeah. And it was fun. Yeah, I know the stream of life. Um did you find it at hard at times hard to kind of balance the not yeah. not the energy but just the focus as well like yeah to work to stream like oh I have yeah to be yeah it, it can be hard because like there's also other things that can complicate it so you're like you might come home and you're like oh shit i i need to do this this and this before i can actually um stream or i need to do it by this week and then you don't really have your plans sorted out as well as you like so it can be like bumps in the road like you know just little things that make it so things can change i guess so like yeah. your stream days might be different or whatnot i found it interesting when aj when he was on comms for southern stronghold he said oh you know check out zim go to his twitch you know <laughs> it's fun to see him rage like it's kind of like, that's kind of not i mean it's kind of funny that that's how people push your like push your content like yeah if you want to see a good salt show go to zimbo yeah it's funny too because i i remember when i was at crash church and he he told me oh yo i i shouted out your channel and i was like oh cool and i was just like i went to watch the vod like a couple of days later when i came back from Christchurch, <laughs> and i was like sitting there like wonder, i wonder what he said and then i i heard that and i was like fuck he didn't tell me that <laughs> so yeah no it's no no you do you do good man it's a nice it's honest and raw it's good to see yeah that it's not unfiltered like you're trying to hold back and be a certain way you're just being you um but especially yeah. fgc you know we can be a bit ruthless and like upfront sometimes and i know people <laughs> in the chat you ne just either you, you ignore twitch chat or acknowledge it um but how did it feel to get that call text message from jackson saying oh well actually we kind of want to pick you up as a streamer because some people have actually said we should we should pursue you yeah um when he when he messaged me i was sitting there thinking like what the fuck like i, <laughs> like, I didn't expect it at all who's jackson like i've never met this guy yeah like I, I never talked to him besides like you know on on his stream when he was doing the tournaments and stuff so i was sitting there thinking like <laughs> what's going on and i just remember like talking to myself and just thinking what the hell and then i i, I just messaged him and we had a meeting about, oh, like we talked about it when i finished work that day and like i i didn't know what to expect because I'd never um, been messaged about something like this before. So, yeah, it was pretty cool because I was just like thinking like, what the hell? This is actually cool. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the rebrand had to happen, unfortunately, which is why it took so long to get these players yeah. in motion. Um, yeah, and it was really good to actually see people were like, yeah, good. Like, well fucking deserved yeah yeah it was it was cool like i remember because obviously we had the rebrand and it was gonna be oh i got called about it on like late last year and you know at the time i was sitting there like because jackson was like oh do you want us to announce it now or later and initially i was like oh we could do it now but then like i i, I thought about it and i was just thinking we can wait so we ended up just doing that and just when everyone got announced that's when it sort of happened yeah yeah it was yeah, yeah it was sorry man now you go no it, it was just cool just when when it finally got announced um and it hit it was just cool cool feeling and whatnot mm. do you view playing now competitively quite different now that you're representing like an image and a brand 
Um, not, uh, not really. Um, you know, I, I'm part of Flightless for being like a streamer and whatnot, but it's, it's cool going there and like, you know, I guess representing Flightless, but like, you know, I don't have like the kind of pressure that say like a competitor would, or a competitor would have. So I guess it's sort of, it's, it's cool like being there and representing them, but like, I don't have to worry about the stress behind it as well. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, what kind of stress do you face? Because if you're doing the <laughs> content side, um, what is that pressure like? Um, I guess what the main thing is like, you know how I we talked about Papaga Cup earlier. Um, I guess it's sort of like the pressure is pretty much if I don't actually, if it doesn't go as planned, say like no one signs up or no one's interested and they don't watch yeah. for like a like an event that I do like that, it's, it's, I guess that's, um, a bit worrying because it's like, why did I put the effort in? Yeah. yeah. But like, where's yeah, the, where's the return? Yeah. 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 But like, I'm, I'm both times I've done it. It's been the best, I think in terms of viewership on my stream, like for consistent, oh, like, um, average viewers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought it was really great. Um, it was suggested that to to unveil your uh, flightless partnership to do the team battle with the other. Oh creator, yes, bloody yes. someone! And I loved how you kind of ramped it up by adding your little, you know, like oh, bloody someone, shitty player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just remember we we're like, okay, we got to like, you know, make this a bit more entertaining. Um, give each other a bit of trash talk. I thought it was a good idea. Um, you know, we we're just giving each other trash talk talking shit um we both um got our teams and we went because bloody Samoan told me uh he wanted to do oh he was going to pick random so I was like I can't just pick my team that's sad I'll pick random too and I was I was kind of surprised on like how many people signed up for that as well because I had quite a few people that um wanted to play and they're like really strong players too so I was like shit and it, it was it was fun it was a good um set a lot of um, shit talk between the two of us. So yeah. Oh. Who did you have to um? Wait, could you tell us who your teams were again? I've, I've actually forgotten. Oh, okay. So on Bloody Simone's side, he had himself, um, Marky Mart, um, Akucha Karacha, and oh, and Arashi, Arashi. That's right. Oh, he betrayed you, dude. <laughs> yes, yes. So. Before we, I'll, I'll tell you my team and I'll sort of go over the story of what happened. <laughs> so for my team, it was uh, Rambo, so Mysterious River. Yeah. Um, who else? Oh, Gunmo, <laughs> um, Banaka. Yeah. Um, and and myself. So it was a pretty stacked team. Yeah, just that. Te- yeah, just by hearing the teams, I actually would give yours like, like if this was like a legit yeah. team tournament. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's when I when I when I. Because I, I rolled my team and I, I saw, I think I got Gunmo first. And I was thinking like, oh, shit. And then I think the next one was uh, Rambo. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like sitting there. And I was like, there's so many more like solid players that were stacked in it too. Like Jared was sitting in there, Tristan, uh, Arashi. Like I was sitting there like, there's some good roles here. <laughs> Wait, Arashi was in your moment yeah, and so- his. Oh. Yeah, so I'll, I'll explain it because I did my team. I made my team first, so 
So, you know, I, I, everyone signed up for, oh, the people that signed up for mine signed up and pretty much Arashi, oh, Arashi, Jera and SMH, oh, SMH Tristan got angry that I didn't pick them. And I told them it's random men. And then they're like, screw you. We're going to all sign up for bloody Simone's team. And they all did. And I was sitting there like, <laughs> oh my God. And they're like, fuck symbolic. And then, you know, they're all like team Zumba. And then, and, and then like when bloody Simone's team got created, Tristan was like, okay, I'm back now. Yeah. We all good. And I was like, fuck off. <laughs> I, I, I don't want him back. So yeah, that, that that's how that happened. So Arashi ended up getting on Bloody Simone's team. And I was just like, wow. Bloody hell. <laughs> and, good, and good viewership as well. Like, um, Yeah, yeah. It was, it was good like from both well. sides. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody hell. So, yeah, it was, it was very fun. Like... I think it was good that it was like close as well because like yeah you never um, want it to be a wash yeah, yeah yeah so yeah that was that was good i mean considering what it represented yeah you don't want it to be like six nil or seven nil or yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i was giving the old trash talk in this match as well <laughs> i mean the key charges oh man <laughs> it's good fun that's no, good good showmanship um but yeah i mentioned that that raw energy that you have it's very it's honest and it's appealing and like not not a lot of um fgc streamers do that they don't even show their face on 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 twitch and i love how on the flightless channel we used a little clip just kind of you know a little moment of like you know this is this is zimbo in his prime you know this isn't hate this isn't jealousy it's just you know you, you're calling the motherfucker out you know yeah i just remember when that clip um got posted i was like what the hell is this and i i remembered it and i was sitting there thinking man bloody margin boo eh? yeah. like that was the first thing that popped in my mind he's like oh yep close games man very good and i was just like he key charged me he was just like being real sarcastic and i was like shut up exactly. so yeah yeah well how do you how does asuka fear i have an idea but how does asuka fear against leroy fakum ram you know the nightmare of the dlcs um, with, with Leroy, I don't think it's too bad. Fakaram is tough. Like, I think with his standing three and, like, his keep out with it, it makes it so difficult to, like, deal with it. Like, Asuka's, like, you know, she's a very defensive keep out kind of character. So if you can't really deal with that kind of stuff, it, it's kind of difficult. Yeah. Um, and I'm not an, a super aggressive player. So, like, I don't really know how to play, like, really aggressively. And Asuka doesn't really have the tools to do it. Yeah. So it's hard to, like, stop, like, him from closing the... Oh, keeping the distance out. And when he's in my face, it's also very hard, too. I think it's a lot to do with, like, um, a lot of his plus ranks and stuff. He's got, like, knees and elbows that um, stop me from parrying as well. Yeah. So... God forbid what would happen if Joseph Majinbu picked up Leroy. Oh, I'll tell him to just quit. <laughs> I, tell, I, I, I don't know if I could deal with that, eh? Yeah. He's been playing Lydia recently, and oh my. Hey, actually, that's an excellent segue now. So, <laughs> it's been a while since it released, but Lydia Sobieska, the Prime Minister of Poland, a character with flaws and everyone enjoys her. What yeah. do you think of her, Zim? Um, so, when she initially came out... Well, actually, I should is... mention the original reveal. The 30 second trailer tell me you oh, did not yes. stay up 15 hours to watch a 30 second clip i did it good i did it I was, so i, was I can't so hard 
Like, I can't remember what happened because I I think was it on a Saturday? I can't remember. Nah, I was uh, Saturday or Sunday. I I remember. I did not watch it. I I did not. I didn't want to waste my time because I knew I was going to be disappointed. The original teaser so, that was thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah, I I I did not watch it. I I think I woke up in the morning and I saw a clip because we have like a little group chat, and I saw the uh, the Lydia trailer in there. And I watched it, and I remember laughing my ass off that yeah. people stayed up to watch exactly. that shit. Exactly, I laughed too. I thought, man, yeah. sorry, sobs. Yeah. Honestly, I was thinking, like, why would you do that to yourself? I think it mainly, for me anyway, the reason why I didn't want to, like, stay up is because there's been times before where, like, I've watched shit for, like, um, before season four, like, announcements and Cooney and stuff. It's... I don't know why you hype yourself up and then you just get disappointed yeah. and I'm, I'm, I just I can't be bothered dealing with it well it was the second Japan roundtable and I think from the first one a lot of us were excited we were thinking it was yeah. going to be a big big thing and then yeah. to be greeted with she, she's not even on she's not even physically in the trailer for, for 30 no seconds, no place, so. you can't you, you, you can't tell anything from her like honestly when I saw her like her initial design I was like she looks boring that was that was what I what I thought, so, um, yeah, just seeing that and I was just like, eh, not really interested. Yeah. She's probably gonna be, maybe like a Leroy fucker. On that was another thing that sort of put me off from watching it. Yeah, but yeah. But then we get the new trailer a few weeks later. Yeah, yep. And boy, that was oh sorry wrong one, <laughs> but yeah oh, boy that was uh, yeah I gotta say it was actually pretty good. Yeah, no, I, I actually liked that second trailer. I think I was at work when it dropped, and I watched it during my lunch break, and I was like, holy shit, this character looks sick. Like, I think the the design in this trailer for her, her character with the outfit and stuff looks cool, like, it really does. And, like, the whole stage being, like, sort of a throwback to, like, um, Tekken 5 and Tekken 4 with the beach stages yeah. and the, the pool stage it's so cool and like you know it's got like the the soundtrack remix and stuff yeah yeah and they just it was just so different in terms of like the first one anyway yeah i mean now that we've tried her out a lot of people are saying that the development team they are learning their lesson that it's good to have a character with like definitive flaws um, yeah but with that i mean do you have you run into many lydia's online or at the offlines um, I've missed a few, like, because Arashi obviously picked her up. Jira plays her a lot as well, and so does Majin Buu. And, you know, when people come out, or when a new character comes out, launch, everyone wants to play Online, it. yeah, it's just, like, yeah. drenching with that character. Yeah. I, I, I do think she obviously sucks in terms of, like, her, she's very linear. Yeah. But she, her whiff recovery is very good, eh? very good yeah it's yeah really hard like to punish. yeah what is it what is it back three two ask her i try my best man it's hard to while standing two that l4 or three that like um yeah it's hard you gotta like be so ready for it yeah what is it like if you're playing a really strong lydia like there's only a few key moves that you have to worry about on hit like yeah one two two string uh the forward forward two yeah uh, just anything that puts it in stance right yeah well mainly but yeah yeah 
and you know she does have tools to stop people from stepping like what is it forward forward four and like forward one plus two yeah. but like then again you could just step left and beat it but like that causing you to um get hit by the lows so like that's when it starts to become a mind game right yeah mm. yeah that unblockable thing from wind and earth guaranteed 14 frame yeah that i hate that yeah i true. i i stress every time i see that shit <laughs> such an annoying move like um it's just guess i guess yeah guess right <laughs> oh boy yeah overall season four like lydia it's not jimpachi it's not june i mean there's not many characters it could be um but yeah just you liking her like overall yeah i think she's cool like um i'm probably not gonna play her but i think she's a cool character in general so it's it's good to see like original designs and like they're not op yeah so yeah it's cool yeah and like you know i think with Leroy, everybody loved Leroy's design, right? Initially. Yeah. But everyone got sour because, you know, he's so he was so broken on launch. Yeah. And like, yeah. Well, if they did the same thing with Lydia, I would have just been like, yeah, fuck yeah. this character. In a way, it worked out that way. Leroy caught a lot of attention and people were hype. And so the developers consciously made him strong to yeah. deliver that hype. But the fact that we were, felt like we were under, like, on oh, under satisfied. So... When she came out the way she did, it was it was quite refreshing. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was good to see that Lydia didn't come out busted. Everybody after that second trailer was like saying, "Oh, she looks busted," but like, but nah. she was fine. She, she did look yeah. busted though. She did. <laughs> yeah. What about your changes in the season? Because you got a new tool. Yes, the the kick parry, the sabaki. Um, on when it first came out i was just like i'm never gonna use this <laughs> but the more that i i played i i sort of realized like you know this is pretty good if you know like someone's gonna end a string and it ends with a kick or whatnot or you know that a kick is coming you you get a free combo off it and it's 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 decent for like the combo damage as well so it's like i i my initial thought was like yeah i'm never gonna use this and it's safe as well obviously it's pretty linear but I think it's a pretty solid tool. I don't think it's like like the 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 greatest tool, but it's 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 cool to use. I don't think she really needed it either, but you know. Yeah. How would you rate its strength compared to her uh, generic parry, as well as the is it the one plus four? Uh, you mean the punch parry? The pu yeah, the punch parry. It's yeah, two two plus three. Two plus three. Yeah. Um. Like in practical application i guess in practical application it's better because you know the 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 return you get is you know you get a free combo with parry you you get some damage it's pretty good but depending on the player they could possibly chicken it and if they if they know you're going to parry it's like um it's i mean if they know you're going to parry you can just wait bait it out so it's I feel like parry, the, like the standard parry is way more riskier. The punch parry, um, I think the punch parry is worse. Um, the combo off it isn't as consistent, like depending on the move. So like some moves, you can get the combo pretty easy, but some moves you might only get like 40 damage or something like that. So they're all, they're all safe in terms of like, you know, you don't, you're not 
fucking gonna get punished heavily for it, except like if they catch a read and they step it or they duck the punch parry or whatnot. But yeah. Okay. I think I think overall it's I think it's better than the um parry. But like only if you know when to use it, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Would you have preferred her to get a move from June's Tekken Tag 2 move list? Or is the Sabaki um, pretty satisfying? Honestly, the only thing I wanted from Season 4 for Asuka was a 10-frame punish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's legit the only thing I wanted. Yeah, you got it rough, man. Like... Yeah. I, it's just, yeah. I, I remember when Season... Uh, at the end of Season 3... I remember telling people, man, I, I hope they give her a 10-frame punish. That's all I want. Nothing else. And then when she came out, oh, when the patches, came, oh, patch notes came out and a new move was Sabaki, I was like, no 10-frame punish. So, yeah, yeah, I was I was a little bit disappointed. Do you, do you think but like it, it could it be a, like a 1-4? Like just like a high-high? What, the 10-frame? The yeah, like your desi- like your your... Yeah, I mean, frame. yeah, I, I I wouldn't care if they made it something like, you know, how I, with Asuka, with what people do with a 10 frame is like you could do 1, 3, or 1, 1, depending on the situation, sort of make people guess it, so they try to duck the second hit. Yeah. But um, if they made any of those natural, that would have been cool. Maybe not 1, 1, because it's a bit slow, but maybe like 1, 3, and that would be cool. But like, with 1, 3, you don't really get any frames, so it's like... Yeah, yeah. So it's back to even. I would like to think they could do it like Bob, so you can have a one four, and then you have one down four. So you've got like the low option. Oh, right. Like, she gotcha. could, she, I could see her like she could have that. I could see her having something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just wanted a ten frame man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how the hell do you play? How do you how, how the hell do you play Asuka, like without like a solid like it's not even a, it's just a jab, and even then, like sometimes it don't reach. Yeah, like her her jab sucks. Like it Sorry, really not, does. Not to be rude, but I was like, no, no, frame, it's just yeah, one. it's all you got. Yeah, it's it's hard, man. Like every time I play Brian's, because you know Brian has a lot of minus ten moves. Um, it's also a tough matchup for Asuka because a lot of knees and elbows. Again, but like every time, lots lots of lots of times when I miss a Brian, n- normally when I get a ten frame jab, um. I always make this, it's like a meme, because when I used to play Yumi, he would play Brian, and he would, like, do while standing three or something like that, and I'll punish it with a jab, and then he'll just laugh every time, and I'll be like, and then every time I see a minus 10 move, I'm like, yeah, Yumi's laughing at that, just every time, and it's like, it's it's tough, like, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what to do. You, what what Jared likes to do is like sometimes he'll go for the down one plus two, knock them down with the house sweep, yeah, and get make them start ducking so he can sort of do the one plus two as a mix up. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that's something I I've been trying to do a little bit more, but like you know, I still like the the one jab for the plus nine when you get the ten frame punish. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> cool. Well, I'd like to bring it to. Uh, Southern Stronghold, obviously, we've just mentioned it, um, and that was quite a significant tournament for you. You made top 16. Now, did you go in there wanting, like, was that what you wanted to achieve, or were you wanting to go further? I mean, obviously, you want to go further. Yeah, yeah. But um, when when I when I went, oh, before I went, because 
Yeah, tell us it was about the, be my... tell us about the lead up to it. Like, what was your prep? What we like, um prep wise and like who you went down with? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 So we we when when it got announced, there was like a bunch of us that went. So there was like eight, um, maybe nine. There was there was a bunch of us. So it was Arashi, Incog, oh, three or five, Yumi, um, Tristan, Majin Buu, P Town. I feel like I'm forgetting people. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna forget some people, but shit. Uh, oh, Ona came down with us. Yeah. Um, AJ as anything. Um, uh, Bonham. He was one of P Town's mates. Yeah. He's he lives with them. Um, and I think that's it. There was like there was nine of us that went right, and we we planned to go. We we planned it for. Pretty much when um, Southern Stronghold got announced, we're like, okay, we're going. We're going to take a flight. We're going to book a place to stay. We'll get it all sorted. Um, there were some complications <laughs> on the day. So the place that we had initially got planned we fell short. So <laughs> we had to do a like last-minute booking at like a, at a motel, which was the one that we went to for offlines on the Sunday. Yeah, so that was like last minute plans. So we ended up doing that, which actually worked pretty well. It wasn't too bad. Um, we all met. So pretty much I left Hamilton with P-Town as anything and Majin Buu. And, you know, we took the trip up. Arashi and as anything were taking the same flight. And the rest of us were on the same flight, on a different flight, sorry. Yeah. But we're all going to go together. So I went to um, Dean's, Arashi's, and I dropped him off. I dropped as anything off there. And then I went up to Tristan's. Um, we stayed there for a little bit, and then we all met up at um, the airport. And we were just chilling, getting ready to go. And we took the flight. It was good. No issues. Um, and then we got to Christchurch, booked our place. Um, I did have um, – yeah, so that was all good. Um, and then the weekend was pretty fun and whatnot, but I guess in terms of like getting top 16, I, I sort of wanted to set a goal for myself because, you know, the first major, I didn't, I didn't have a goal for myself. I was like, stuff it. I'm just going to this major. It's going to be fun. Yeah. This was your first, for... was it your first out of, out of, um, out of New Yeah. Year? I mean, well, out of uh, Auckland, major? Yeah, Auckland. Yeah, because we had Southern Cross up in Hamilton last year. Yeah. And that was the first major that I went to. And I was excited because I'd never been to one before. Um, So I didn't really set myself goals. It was just, I wasn't playing the game for about a week when, when Southern Cross up was happening. I was just like ready to go. Yeah. We went there and it was, it was fun. I didn't really set any goals. So I was like, whatever. Uh, with with cross uh, oh stronghold sorry, confusing because they're similar names. Yeah. Um, I sort of set myself a goal. So when the brackets got released, I I looked at the bracket and I sort of wanted to see what was most likely the case of who I'd be facing. So I sort of set myself the goal. I'm going to try and make top sixteen. Like that was the key, um, objective really. Uh, I looked at like sort of like everyone who was in my bracket and who I'd like most likely face. So those were like the matchups I mainly lab for. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So I I I 
I didn't do much King labbing because I, I felt like I I knew a lot about King already because I placed our oh, face Suplex City first and I ended up winning that and then I played JC Kim and this was the um, matchup I was I guess worried about the most the Claudio because matchup. like not not really the Claudio matchup it was just more versing JSA Kim because I didn't know how I was going to do against him. I felt comfortable with the matchup because I've there's a few Claudio players that I've played like you know as anything's got a pretty solid Claudio but um it was just more if I lose it's probably going to make the job oh the bracket so much harder yeah. as opposed to winning and I I I knew he was like good uh, fundamentally because Arashi told me that and I was sitting there thinking like man this is this is going to be like the the make or break so I set myself like I need to beat JSA Kim in order to to make top 16 so like, I I ended up versing him and the first game was like really close and I was like I think if I ended up losing that first game I probably would have been like I think my momentum would have just shifted down and I wouldn't have been able to come back but I ended up winning the first game which was solid it was like the 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 second game oh yeah yeah so when I ended up winning that it was good so those were the matchups I sort of mainly practiced with with Claudio um I because you know after that would have been Jera yeah. and I, I I labbed Asuka and I did a little bit of Bob I didn't think he was going to play Bob did he actually he did he or did he not play Bob no okay. no well I got, I but got I, a bit of that match here so yeah yeah like we we played each other and I was I was kind of I guess hoping he was going to play Asuka mainly because I wanted to ask him but like if he brought out the bob I'd be like okay um that's something that's going to be a real issue yeah, you got and the first game <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and the first game was relatively close but he ended up to allowing me which I in my mindset I already had like the idea before the bracket that it, it could pos that's probably what was going to happen like I was sort of thinking with each match what logically could have happened and then I got into losers from there and I traversed Miss Glam, which I, uh, for that situation, I, I labbed both Anna and Master Raven because I, I didn't know who was going to win between Just Mike and Miss Glam. Yeah, you had to be prepared for both. Yeah, yeah. But I, I knew those two were most likely going to miss each other. So that's who I labbed the most. I was, I don't know. Now I still don't know which one I'd rather verse, honestly. Like, <laughs> They're both characters that I, I, I find hard to deal with. Yeah. So so I didn't know what to do. Um but like either rule, I the first game with Miss Glam was like relatively close and she was playing Anna and then she went to character select and I had to change my style when I played her as well. Because I normally I was playing way more defensively against everyone else, like trying to slow the pace down to my my speed. But because she's like real aggressive. Yeah. Rush down heavy, extremely like, rush down. Yeah, I, I I couldn't let her get like her chance to go in, so I had to change the pace. So when I knew she was going to button, I would do something like I'd I'd press where like she didn't really have the frame advantage. So it it kind of helped me there, but then she swapped to Katarina, I was like, oh shit, I don't know what the yeah, fuck to do watch here. Yeah, for those magic balls, man. <laughs> yeah, I, there was a matchup that I I I don't miss that often. So it's just like, shit, like, what am I supposed to do against it? I did not expect her to bring it out. I thought she was going to go um, Anna all, way, all the way. Yeah. Well, I tell <laughs> so... you what, man, I, I caught that match 
uh, we were watching, I was behind you, I was watching it with Yumi and a few others, and we were all looking, thinking, wow, like, Miss Glam's changed to Katerina, is she, you know, did you get to, you know, like, you must, it must have, you must have done something, because Katerina, yeah, we wouldn't have. Yeah, I, I think the main thing I did was sort of just stop her from doing anything major, because I remember she kept going into, you know, that role that, um, Anna has, and she gets the either high mid kick that launches the or chaos the... judgment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Chaos judgment roll. The the counter yeah. mid kick or whatever. Which Every might... time. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That move. Every time she did it, I I I knew that she was gonna button after it. So every time she did it, I just parried, because I knew it was gonna be that or that option, like the mid kick or the high kick, and it was gonna beat both of them. So like I I I I just knew she was gonna press after that. So that stopped her from like getting any any offense with that role and she did it like maybe like four times or something and then yeah when she swapped to katarina i was like this is not good <laughs> but yeah it it, 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 ended, it ended up um going my my way and then from there i was just like i was shaking Dude, when, when that ko came on the screen i think yumi like looked and be like oh my god like he actually did it he fucking did, like, he actually did it not being rude i'm just saying like there are a few people that look back and go like Wait, yeah did that just happen yeah yeah it was cool like yumi i remember yumi was like fucking good shit like yeah. you actually did it and i was just like thanks man it was cool and like oh i just remember because it happened a lot during um pretty much almost every match my nerves man i was like hands were shaking, shaking. And shit. yeah i know yeah yeah i had my yeah i had my first match against suplex city i went to grab my 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 drink and I was like gonna grab it like in between the the games, yeah. and and I was walking up and I was like, oh man, I was just shaking and I couldn't like yeah. hold my drink properly. It was it was tough. It comes with time, I guess. You get you get comfortable. You you just get familiar and comfortable. But yeah, it's like try to trying to replicate that feeling of I'm just playing on a setup, treating it like if it's a typical offline but there's a lot more yeah. at stake i know it's just like and this is all going through your head in like 30 seconds because the next round's gonna start it's like i know yeah it's insane and like yeah that whole weekend was fun though the whole whole experience it felt very different i guess to southern cross up and i think it was mainly because it was outer it was in a region i've never been to for like a tournament before yeah so it made everything like i guess fresh and exciting and I knew more people at the time then, or oh, I got to know people better over time. So I knew people more or well. So like, I knew a bit of the Christchurch, uh, Christchurch boys a bit better. Um, so it was good. Hmm. What is it? Uh, do you think with your result getting top 16, we talked about how you kind of market yourself and kind of embrace the, the meme that you are. <laughs> But with this placing, has that kind of let people know that I'm more than, you know, you're more than that? Um. Because some people, I will, I won't lie, when you got that placing, a lot of people were like, yeah, man, like, it's a lot more apparent now that people are recognizing your strength, that you that you yeah. really are, like, they don't take you for light now, you know, when they play your Asuka, they have to really be careful. Yeah, Um. I guess it depends, like, I don't, I still feel like I'm not at that level yet to like be like super um, worried about in bracket or like whatnot. I still think like it, I, it comes with time, obviously, but I, I feel like I'm still quite away from there. But like it could 
happen eventually. Um, what was I going to say? It was... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm definitely not at that level yet, but I think it's still giving people the idea that maybe I should watch out for Zimbo in, like, a, a first or two set. Because, like, it's a bit... He can... Um, I guess he's such a someone to watch out for. Yeah, like, I guess what I'm saying is, like, people never took you lightly in the past, but they have to really, they give you more thought and consideration now. Yeah. If they see that they're facing you in a bracket. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah, it would be like that a bit more now, I guess. Like, yeah. It's not something that, like, I guess people... Huh, it's hard to think, because, like, I definitely think some people probably worry versus me in bracket, but I don't think it's, like, I've never really thought about it like that way, I guess. Mm. So, yeah. It's cool to think about it, though. Yeah. That grand final, well, actually, all the all the, all the um, top eight were insane. Grand final was insane. Um, but how did you spend the rest of the weekend, man? Oh, okay. So, um, on the on the Sunday, or just... Um, yeah, just... just... Just oh, on the Sunday. So, yeah, we pretty much had offlines at our our motel room. I don't know if we were meant to, but I just remember we went to that monster chicken place. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we were having a feed there. And then, like, Tristan came up to me. He's like, um, oh, is it all good if people can – oh, if we have offlines at ours? And I looked at him, and I was like, why are you asking me? Like, yeah. I thought he, I thought someone would have to ask him because he sorted it all out, and I don't know why he asked me. I was just like, yeah. So we we ended up having offlines there, which was pretty fun. Um, the next morning was rough though. Yeah, I could see uh, from your pictures, dude. Yeah, so there's a bit of a story to that. Like, um, we once everybody sort of left, um, it started to quiet down. Um, you know, I think Davian stayed it with us at the motel for the night. And, you know, we had two different rooms. And I was sleeping in the room on the, the right side, which had, like, I guess we, we, we were, like, the the so-called boomers because yeah, we went the, to bed, the bed not, earlier. The not, the not smelly room because when people arrived, they went to the room on the left and they're like, oh, God, what does that smell? <laughs> yeah. So we, like... We were like the boomer room and we were like going to bed um, earlier on some of the nights. And when we finished up, but for some reason, oh, for that night, that Sunday, we stayed up late as hell, like so late. We were like, when everyone left, it was about like three. It was like and we're just morning, chilling right? for it. Yeah, yeah. And then me, P Town, who was it? Me, P Town, uh, AJ. I think three or five, and it was. I I, I think it was Yumi. I think Yumi came, yeah. and we went to get McDonald's, um, which was like maybe like a ten minute walk down from our motel. So we went there and we got a feed, and you know we thought we had to leave the the motel room at like one or something, right? Yeah. We didn't know there was like a time that we had to leave, and for whatever reason, um, Tristan. Well, wake us up, because we went to bed at like five in the morning, and Tristan comes, knocks on our door, and he's like, okay, guys, we need to get ready to go. And it was like 9.30 in the morning, and I was like, looking at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I looked at him, and I was like, 
what? And he's like, I told you guys, we have to leave at 10 in the morning. And, and like, no one on our side of the room knew. No, no, bro, like, when I came, because I had to catch, I wanted to catch a cab to the airport with um, Kurama's mate. And I, yeah. saw, and I looked at Harry, um, 305, and he was packing, and his face just looked completely washed. And I was like, oh, man, you had a rough one last night, didn't you? And for the first time, he actually gave me lip. He was like, oh, shut up or fuck up, man. And I just laughed. I was like, because he looked so gone, man. Well, we, we got back from, I think we got back from McDonald's at like five in the morning. And like, we, we walked into the, I walked into the other room with like Tristan and stuff. And they were still up playing Mortal Kombat. It was like Joseph and Tristan playing. They're having the time of their life. And like, you know, we went to bed at five and, they, and Tristan knocks on the door. It's like, yeah, we're ready to go. And like, none of us knew besides like the other room. And I was sitting there like, man, I was just like, I was not keen. Just looking at like everyone, I was just like, man, I just want to go to sleep. And I had to drive, oh, when we arrived at Auckland, um, I had to drive home from Tristan's house and I was just shattered. And it was like such a, a mission because, you know, we had to take the flight from Christchurch. Then from Christchurch, Tristan's sister picked us up and then we had to go to his house. And then from his house, I had to go to um, Deems because he left his, I think it was his controller and a cable at, in, in, at the at the at Christchurch so I dropped all that stuff off and then I went to, I had to drop everyone like P-Town, AJ, Joseph off and then I had to go back to mine and I was just shattered eh? yeah. absolutely shattered bloody hell oh, well, three things we could definitely say never let Kawhi get a bottle of cinnamon fireball whiskey yes never yes. let Onar tag along with you to buy booze <laughs> far out dude like the logic of this guy <laughs> Oh, should we talk about yeah, that? Yeah, you want to go ahead. Oh man! So on the Saturday night, so you know, like everyone's in good night... spirits. You know, the tournament has a great yeah. finish. We're all, yeah. you know, we're all hungry. We've eaten, and it's just like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, what do we do now. Oh, this. Oh, oh no, man. Oh man. Oh. So before that happened, we'll just go slightly back because something just popped in my mind. So, Ona. So we're all planning who's going with who. And I had like, I think it was, I can't remember who was in my car, but I know Yumi was in there and was like, cause we we're going to take an Uber <laughs> and I had them all with me. And then Ona rocks up with us and he's like, yo, can I come with you guys? And I was like, our, our Uber's full. And he's like, I had a bottle of Jack Daniels in my bag, which was his. And he's like, no, nah, but you got my bottle of Jack Daniels. And I was like, we're going to the motel. We're going to the same place. And he's like, no, nah, but I want to come with you guys. <laughs> and, and I was sitting there like looking at him like, I can't do anything about this. Like, and then he like, Yumi was like, he took one for the team. He's like, I'll, I'll, I'll go with someone else. And he would, I think Yumi went with Swiper. <laughs> and I was just like, man. So we went back to the motel and then we wanted to buy alcohol. Cause you know, we wanted to drink and stuff. <laughs> and we, we walked up to the alcohol store, which was pretty close to our motel. Maybe like a four minute walk. Yeah. And we walked up. And Ono came with us. He wasn't going to buy anything. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. He had a bottle of um, Steinlager with him. And I, no one knew he had it. <laughs> and he, we're walking into the uh, like the alcohol store. And we walk in. And, you know, we sort of walked into, like, with, like, sort of, like, groups. Like, the first, because we're, like, you know, walking in line sort of thing. But, like, 
a bit of a distance from each other. And I walked in with Ona, and the lady rocks up because everybody else had already walked in. And she's like, is that a bottle? Oh, is it an open bottle? And, you know, she's like, oh, he's like, yeah. And he just like walks outside and gives it to Arashi and walks back in. And then she looks at me and she's like, I can't serve any of you. And I was sitting there like, you got to be fucking joking. Yeah, face palm. So, yeah. And I walked outside and as Ona was walking in, I was like, we can't, we can't get served. And we started like Googling like where the next uh, alcohol store was from like there. And I think it was like nine o'clock or nine fifteen or something like that, quarter past nine. And man, holy shit. The next one was like 15 or 20 minutes away, like if we walked. And we we're just like, oh my God. This and you is had a to pay job. more, right? You had to pay yes, we, more? Yes, yeah, we had to pay a bit more. Um, we're like, we're not going to make this. And, and oh man. And we sort of ditched owner and he went back to the venue. <laughs> and I think me, AJ, me and AJ went with Swiper to. What was it? Oh, the piss shop. Yeah. And we, we bought our, our piss for everyone. And we go back to the the motel, and Tristan's like, "Why'd you ditch Ona?" And he was like, "Ditch." I uh, like said it like in a way like, "Did he not tell you the story?" And he was like, "No, what happened?" And Ona's like sitting there like, <laughs> doesn't say anything, <laughs> just looking, and I'm just like, "Ah." Right. And yeah, we I just told him the story, and he was like, face palm. But yeah, it was. It was it was fun. I I honestly it was annoying, but it was funny. Funny yeah, as fuck. It's, it's it's yeah. It's the, yeah. It's the fun that's outside the tournament. That yeah. It's, yeah yeah. It's like what the fuck, but it's it's good. Yeah. So bro, the three things: never give Kawa a bottle of cinnamon whiskey. Yeah. Yep. Bro, never yeah. Never let Ona go into a boo shop with you, and don't leave my boy Yumi hanging for a cab ride. Cause didn't he get cut for a cab ride? Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, that's what happened. Cause Ona stole the spot. Yumi was like, it's all good. I'll, I'll just find someone else to catch around oh, with that. And I was sitting there thinking like, man, why is this happening? He had a good weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. He had a real Ona probably had the time of his life. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. I, I, I enjoyed it. It was, it was, it was just crack up to me, eh? Will this be quite, will this be quite, will this be quite hard to top in terms of tournament experience? Um, I think at the moment, yes. Like, I think personally for me, I enjoyed this more than cross up last year, but I think there's lots of factors to do with that as well. Yeah. I think the tournament itself was fucking so fun, man. It was, it was great. And it was sorted out and organized pretty well. Um, I think another thing that made it so fun was like, um, I knew so many more people, right? So, or I knew people better. So it was just like, way easier to just like chill and hang with people more and like just the antics just being in a new place just made it such a great experience eh? yeah no yeah. it's really good to have it, yeah it was yeah, it was a good experience to have and i'm glad you went what would be one thing you would change if you had to go back to christchurch um different grounds uh, you kind of know what you, you know what you're going in for now like player wise and stuff is there anything you would do differently um that's a hard question eh uh i guess with if i was for the tournament i guess um i think i was pretty well prepared but i think if i should be more prepared for like the next steps i guess if i reach a goal i should be like what happens next because when i sort of reached that goal i was just like i did it 
and I didn't really think too far ahead from that when I probably should have. Like I, because in my mind I was like, I'll just set sixteen as a goal, and hope for the best, which I should have like, if that happens, what do I do next, yeah. sort of thing. But yeah, I think I think that's something I would probably do. Another thing I guess would be, um, I guess ah. Oh, not give not make sure owner doesn't have a bottle when we go buy alcohol i don't know yeah. i guess that but yeah ah oh, sweet bro i will take you to your final round segments just some cool. quick fire random questions all right so the sweet. first one is which asuka move bails you out of trouble the most back three or down three plus four the can can <laughs> honestly i think it would be can can i use it more than back three the, so yeah i'll i'll just say can can it, to me it's like the reason i use it more is because it's safe you know and people aren't gonna duck the second hit yeah unless they have a yeah unless they have a heavy as read but yeah all right so all right have you ever been out with your friends and unknowingly slipped the bill you've been slipped the bill sort of just thinking no nah, i don't think so yeah, I don't think so. Never been Not that to, I can think of. Never been out to dinner and they're like, oh, actually, we're we're a bit short. Can you? Oh, all right then. I. Oh, I think it's happened once actually, but like they've paid me back, so yeah. I think it was like, I think it was Damage Weekend. Were at Ona's, and I think Tristan's card wasn't working or something. I just remember he he paid me back for it, but he. I paid for his meal that day or that night and he just paid me back. But yeah, most people, I, I haven't had a situation where would be like, Oh, I don't have any money at the, t or I'm short two bucks. Can you shout me? No, nah, that hasn't happened yet. But like, if it did, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Sweet. All right. How do you make up for not having a standard 10 frame punish when playing Asuka? <laughs> okay. So, like, like what Jared does, he does down one plus two. What I would do is, this is what I know, what I used to do anyway. I'll do, I'll do one, one or one, three and make them guess. That was it. <laughs> that was it. I'll just be like, yeah, if I can't have a 10 frame punish, play a guessing game with me. <laughs> All right. What's one video from your YouTube history most people wouldn't think you'd watch? Ah. Uh. That's a hard one. I'm not too sure. I guess like, have you ever seen like stuff like primitive, like there's, oh, it's like, you know, it's like almost like cavemen in like modern, um, cavemen in like the prehistoric times or yeah. But like, you know, people are doing like building houses out of clay and stuff on YouTube. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know what yeah, they call it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they call no, it. I think I know what um, you mean. Yeah. 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 I like, I don't know why. Sometimes I just sit there and watch it, eh? And I, I'm just sitting That's there those just videos thinking, that, like, like a guy's building like a, 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 like a, like a, like I'm saying, like he's in a very desolate kind of country, or yeah. And he's like digging, he's he's digging a hole and he makes a pool and it's like yeah, sped up, yeah. so you see it over the space of like yeah. months, right? Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Yes, I, I I don't know why I just like watch that, like I watch it like that. Uh, I was like sitting there and I watch it and I'm like, there's no audio or anything. It's just like you know maybe like the the sound of like the like 
the environment that they're in, but they're not talking or anything. It's just them whacking a stone on like another stone or like creating a fire or like building like, you know, a, a room from using clay and stuff. And I don't know. I just watch it sometimes, which is pretty random. Name a NZ player who deserves their own Tekken bingo card. Because I've been told when you stream, some of your close friends, I'm not going to say who, you know, they've got things like Panic Back 3, Can Can, Perry. Oh, okay. Uh, for me, like a person that should have one is, is Majin Buu. He has um, some key key one-liners. One Sometimes he'll be like the Madoki Oki He'll be like, let's go. He'll say some random stuff. And it's just like the common stuff he always says, like, every now and then. And then, like, you know, um, the delayed hop kick with any character that has a delayed hop kick. Yeah. Just stuff like that. It's just like, put that on a bingo card. Watch Joseph play. Boom, you'll get all that. <laughs> all right. Lily or Xiao Yu? As in? Whatever you like. Could be matchup-wise. It could just be liking the character disliking the character i hate them both um <laughs> um i'll go with lily uh just yeah i i i i i, I don't know what to do against the character i don't know what to do against lily uh this is hard um now nah, we'll go show you i hate 50 50s i hate mix-ups screw show you all right have you ever swiped right on a friend's ex no oh not yet anyway no 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 hey that was a good answer <laughs> ah, sweet all right in your opinion should all parries have an escape or tech option e.g like the chicken parry like if you if if, if, if should all should all parries be like guaranteed is what i'm asking ah uh, no should there be an option to escape or to decrease the damage or something? I like the concept of it, people escaping from it, but I think, I don't think all of them should have it sort of thing. Like, I think, Because success rate, maybe... like, how many people that you play escape your, your you know, your parry and do the chicken? Um, Not a lot, I guess. Like, the, there's some people that I know will do it, but not, not a lot. I think it should. Uh, if the if the parry is punishable, I think it shouldn't have an escape parry. Do you get what I mean? Like a chicken? Yeah. Oh, but uh, it's hard to say. Um. Yeah, it depends how, because you know some parries are really safe, eh? And you're wondering like why. Mm. And then you have like characters like Fakram, who just recently got his parry nerfed heaps by making the launch punishable. Um, I I think it depends. Depends on the if what the how minus the move is, I guess. But yeah. Okay. Right. What would people say is your signature catchphrase? Oh my god. <sighs> I think back in the day, it probably would have been like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> like it probably still is. But like recently, there's this been you know, there's this TikTok person, and his name's White Claw Gabe, oh, and God. everyone's like, everyone's like, man, Zimbo, you look like White Claw Gabe, and I'm like, 
bro. And then like, oh, shit. And then like everyone's like, yo, Steak Monday, baby. And oh, it, it never ends. So I, I, it would have to be, I think for like, I guess like legacy, it would be what do you mean? But like, fuck probably at the moment it's it's fucking fucking steak baby even though it's like not my personal catchphrase it's something that's just popped up recently that's just popping off yeah. so all right and finally zimbolic who is your waifu you can i'm gonna be boring yeah and i'm gonna pick Asuka. but yeah that's pretty much it that's okay no that's all right Zimbo, thank you so much for your time and, you know, for uh, for giving us the rundown. Um, All good. Yeah, is there any last-minute words, shout-outs, things that you want to, like, promote, any people you want to send some love to? Um, pretty much all the Hamilton boys, um, a few of the – oh, a lot of the Christchurch boys, um, as well as the Auckland boys, pretty much everyone in the scene that comes and watches me, people from Australia, just – Anyone that sort of helped me in in terms of anything really, um, but yeah, there's there's I feel like there's a lot of people that that I guess sort of helped me in terms of just learning the game and helping me improve a lot, and like um, I guess streaming sort of helped a lot with it, and you know I've got to meet some pretty cool people and stuff. So yeah, pretty much. <sighs> I just want, I want to like go through the names, but I feel like they'll take forever. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's, it's cool. Just everyone, like all of the Hamilton scene, everyone from like everyone that's helped out. So yeah. 